Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with Welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults sit around uh, talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing fighting monsters. I'm Zach, and joining me this week, we've got Mike. Hey folks, I'm back. Uh, I'm excited to have you back. Uh, We've got Luke. It's me! It's Luke. And we've got Emily. (laughs) Hello. So, I didn't do like a a fun thing... Which is usually a bad joke that just confounds everyone, because I want to hop right into it this week, because we got a lot of things to talk about. A lot oh, of more fact news. Serious. Talking about things! Uh, so, my first thing is I want to thank everybody who tuned in for the extra live stream that we did. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, we raised over 500 bucks, so thanks to everybody who tuned in. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, super exhausting, but very And to be fun. clear, that, that, was, that <laughs> shit went to, to children's hospitals. We did not get the yeah, $500. Yeah, not to us, sorry. <laughs> yes, it went to children's hospitals. Yeah, it's an extra uh, life uh, charity thing. You can look it up. I, it's I cool. appreciate everybody who, who showed up. That was In a lot fact, of fun. you can still donate uh, through our team if you'd like. Yes, you can. Uh, that is at bit.ly slash give kids your swear money. You can still donate if even if you missed it. Uh, but yeah, it was awesome. I got to role play specifically <laughs> a character to irritate Luke. So that was a good time. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. And it ended up uh, being like the least irritating thing for Luke. Like yeah. the most irritating <laughs> shit was like Cassidy's Beach City. Well, I want to be clear. <laughs> I wasn't irritated. No, like, I never no, no. yeah, was like you were playing an easily irritated character in a very irritating place. <laughs> yeah, it was so. pretty amazing. Uh, Zach was Sonic the Hedgehog. I was Yang yes. from from Ruby, and was, uh, Luke was, was a- Roxas from Kingdom Hearts, and it was very fun. Yeah, it was. A People blast. seemed that's to a- enjoy it too. Yeah, that's a cool system. I enjoyed it. So that's yeah. my first thing. Uh, the second um, thing, real quick ahead. though, I, I will mention that apparently it's going to be. Um, uh, one of the episodes of a podcast that's going to be on Audio Entropy. Yes, coming up. it's called uh, 
Oh God! Strangers, Hold Strangers on. Fiction. Strangers Fiction. Yep, there you go. Yeah. You should check that out. Yeah, so it got actual play podcast. Episode, so just like different systems and stuff. Yeah, that Cassidy is going to be doing a bunch of one shots. So you should check that out once it goes up. Um, so that's the first thing. Here's the second thing. Luke, you're in an apartment. Yeah, How's I it moved. Going? Yay, you moved. Luke. Yeah. Are you? How how's it going so far? It's going pretty good. As people can probably tell, don't have my good microphone set up yet, but that's fine. <laughs> well, you know, we all have to make sacrifices to not to live somewhere cool, so yeah. it's fine. I'm psyched for you. That sound that looks awesome. I love your barn door. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> yeah, I've got big uh, doors. Please explain this to the listeners. I, oh god, <laughs> no, it just don't don't you don't. Like, I feel like we should just leave the mystery of apartment with barn door. It's, it's somewhere mean, in the extra live stream if, if you want an explanation. It, well, it's, it's also on this week's uh, Totally Reprise. So, you okay, can talk there you also, go, yeah. There's yeah. also not that much, like, his apartment has barn doors. That's yeah. it. I don't know why, really, but it does. <laughs> like, there's, there's, that's all there is to it. Uh, but yeah, so, cool, congrats. Uh, I'm you. very excited for you. Yeah. Um, and then the big, like, main one, I guess, that I wanted to talk about... Uh, so I, we've talked about, um, the Power Rangers toys on the show a couple times and specifically recently there's been a little bit of a like, oh cool, the Hasbro has got the license now and they're making really good stuff with it. The, all the lightning collection toys have been pretty rad. I actually bought the Doggy Kruger. It's the first non-robot or non-Zord Power Rangers thing I've ever owned and it rules. It's really nice. Um... However, <laughs> uh, Hasbro went to uh, London Comic Con uh, last week, as of this recording, and uh, they fucked up a bunch of stuff. Uh, oh, and it's no. worth talking about because it's been some. It's like the the thread has in, in the community of Power Ranger and toy fans has been like, "Oh man, this rules." They're like totally crushing it. And not to say that that they won't turn it back around or anything, but it's kind of interesting to to see what happens. So first of all, um, they did a bunch of interviews with uh, different like enthusiast enthusiast magazines, um, including like uh, you know like there was one with uh, 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 sorry uh, PowerRanger.com. Uh, there was a couple others with some of the other Power Ranger places, and. Um, the answers they gave, like, I understand that you're, you're going to a trade show basically, and you're talking to someone who's in a marketing position. Um, and I get that, but they did agree to do an interview with you (laughs) and some of the, I'll give, I'll give you an answer to kind of give you a, uh, an idea of. Uh, of, this is from the PowerRanger.com one. Among the best elements of the Lightning Collection is the eye-catching box art by Tom Whalen. How did that collaboration come about? This is the question asker. And here's the answer. Hasbro aren't just the best in class when it comes to quality. When it came to developing the Lightning Collection, we really wanted to make it stand out from a packaging standpoint. Our developmental team reached out to Tom, and we'd have enjoyed working with such a passionate artist. That's it. Okay. Every single answer they gave is like this, to the point where... Like it, it's, and there were some specific questions. Like, there's some weird painting that's like wrong on some of these figures, including um, 
Power Rangers uh, RP or sorry, Power Ranger SPD's red red has silver hands, uh, which is not what the costume looks like. Um, the Dino Thunder, sorry, Dino Charge Gold has like some wrong colors, and they asked about that. Um, and the the response was literally just like, uh, there are a lot of factors that go into development that we have to make a decision on. End of end of response. That was it. Okay. So like, again, I understand that like, yeah, they probably it's... weren't talking to someone who made those decisions, and and this kind of stuff can be tricky. But like, they just gave them absolutely nothing in in a pretty uh, interesting way where they have been more communicative in the past. Um, so that's kind hmm. of a weird one. The other thing is that previously, so they just put out wave three of the lightning collection, um, which is three figures. Uh, it's Dracon, it's, um, gold ranger, uh, dino charge and it's red ranger SPD. Uh, but there was previously a leak that said it was going to be four figures and include Trini. Mighty Morphin uh, Yellow, and she's not there. So they asked about that a lot, and basically they just said, like, we don't know what you're talking about. So that's some weird stuff. Uh-huh. Um, the other the other thing that is uh, maybe worse is that uh, they... Uh, they When they did the presentation of the, the toys that were going to be added... Um, and I'm going to put this in the uh, chat real quick for you guys to look at. Uh, but basically, um, the Red Ranger um, for SPD, uh, they, they put up a PowerPoint slide that had all the art that's going to be on the box. Uh, and included in, in that was a picture of the toy, a picture of the suit... And then a picture of the uh, the civilian version of the character, except that it wasn't actually from the show. It was a random cosplayer, a completely no. different person who is not the actor from the show. Um, the thing that compounds this, if you don't know, is that uh, SPD Red Ranger is a black guy. Yeah. And it basically makes it look like them going, I mean, whatever, it's a black guy with dreads, that's that's good enough, that right? That fucking sucks. Ugh, yeah. And mm, I that's really doubt, bad. Like, I doubt that's what the thinking was, but sure. boy, it is an extremely bad look. It's a, yeah, it's... Um, especially for people that, uh, in general, have been seen by the community community to be doing a lot better job. Uh, right. than the previous caretakers of the license. So it's just, it's weird. I, I don't know if this was maybe just like a bad show for them. Some people got rushed, didn't put in research, like who knows. Uh, it, so we'll see. It, it seals, could turn back it, around. It, at the very least, it's a guy Googling this Red Ranger, seeing one picture, being like, that's it, and then, like, saving it. And using right, it like, it's at, just... At, at the it, very least, it's very lazy and shitty. Right, the best yeah, interpretation... There's some, the pop, there's some folks in the pipeline who, who are not actually especially familiar with the material. Right, and also, di- like, just didn't do that much research. And at, right. at, so, at the worst, it's, like, 
racist and shady. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just yeah, it's just not good. So I- I'm curious to see what happens with this to see if they'll do a better job at, at their like next event. But it's something that that I'm I was kind of interested in because. You know, I I like the toys and I follow a bunch of people like Victor Perfecto on Twitter, uh, our buddy who reached out to me to show me this stuff. And basically he was just like, you know, it's disappointing. It's cool when people when like these license holders like do right by the property and that it's kind of disappointing to see this kind of stuff. So they, they seem like they had been really good about that. Like, oh, this looks just like Jason, this face mold, like, you know, you know. They yeah, give so, the same kind of. That's a bummer. Care to um, that. But that's that's just something I wanted to to talk about. Uh, does anybody else have any things they wanted to talk about before we get into the episode? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, um, I thought you were. Go- I finished the eight episodes of uh, Beast Morphers. It's on Netflix on Canada, and it's a pretty good show. I like it a lot. Yeah, I kind of talked about it's- it a bit already, so not much to say. But uh, the last episode introduces the gold and silver rangers and i like them both a lot like i like the concepts of of them like not to give too much away but like the silver ranger isn't exactly human in a way that i've not personally seen Rangers do before and it's cool yeah it's really neat i enjoy it uh it's a, it's a pretty good like neo saban era though i guess it's not now na- anyway yes it's a good newer show i really like it what are we even calling it? I guess we're just calling it the Hasbro era, right? I guess Hasbro, but this was probably like in production before Hasbro took over, so it's like a weird in between thing. Um, but yeah, so yeah, there we go. Uh, so this week we are talking about episode forty nine of Power Rangers Zio Hawaii Zio. This is the second to last uh, Zio episode. Dang. Wild. It is also a reference to a show that at the time had been off the year e- the air for like thirty years. Oh, is this supposed to be like Hawaii Z O? Hawaii Hawaii Five O, yeah. Right. Is the joke. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Yep. Yep. Wait, <laughs> when was Hawaii Five O One? I thought Hawaii it was 50- like an eighties show. Oh yeah. well, I thought it was like the sixties, but here we go. There's a new Let's one, too. That's, one of yeah, you the, is probably confusing it with Miami Vice. I don't know which, though. The new Hawaii Five O is the most jingoist TV show I've literally ever seen. It's wild how cool. how that is. Yeah, it's it's also, like, I, I think a lot of the uh, um, Asian actors... They quit because they were getting paid, like, a fifth what the white yeah. people were. Yeah, for sure. They fucking suck. Also, wow, holy shit. So the original Hawaii Five O ran from 1968 to 1980, so... I wasn't wrong about it being an 80s show, and you weren't wrong about it being 50 years old. That's a really it's, long it's show. So, <laughs> but at the time it had been off, the, at the time this aired, it had been off the show, the air for 16 years. So, like, you know, I guess that's, I guess that's more current of a reference than most of the shit they do on this show when they reference 50-year-old uh, slang phrases and stuff. But anyway, um... We're going to obviously get some Hawaii shit in this episode, sort of, but not really. Uh, we open on Jason fighting some cogs. Everybody else is fighting cogs, too, but they're over there because that's how this episode, that's how this show does Jason stuff for some reason, <laughs> where he's just slightly in a different place. Uh-huh. Um, now, this fight happens, and 
Jason, oh, I guess this is, it, it's worth mentioning, like, we don't get a ton of in media res episodes, but yeah, we just open on a fight. Uh, yeah, get, we get them more and more in... Go yeah, ahead. um, Jason, it seems to be doing fine as far as I can tell, and, sorry, not, yes, Jason, and then Tommy just yells, Jason, what's wrong, even though there's, like, no evidence that anything's happening, and He kinda then, gets knocked down. He yells, yeah. I'm weakening, which... Like, I guess there's just a recurring theme that, like, if a, if a ranger starts losing their powers, they can feel it. Yeah, and they just shout it, usually, because, because well, because suit acting's hard, and it's it's difficult to, to convey, my powers feel off with your body language, so I guess you just have to yell it, which is fine. Yeah, he um, wasn't doing that bad in the fight, but after he asks what's wrong, then yeah, he got knocked down. But yeah, yeah. Like, before that, it's just like... It's fighting. I don't know. He got hit like once. Maybe because he got hit right. once. It's like, what the fuck, dude? You usually get S ranks in these fights. Does this make any sense? So, <laughs> so, uh, so Prince Gasket walks up and he's like, now, Gold Ranger, I'm going to kill your ass. Ha ha. Give me your powers or I'll murder you. And uh, I was surprised to see Gasket because I thought maybe they were done with him. But um, he gets one last hurrah in this episode. Yeah, I guess. Well, I guess you could call it a hurrah, but really he gets <laughs> punked. Um, because at this moment, Sprocket shows up in a weird transition. <laughs> yeah. Where he just. Luke, how would you describe this? Like, I, I would don't describe even... it as he was on the other side of this mountain <laughs> and he just took a big step over it. <laughs> it, is, it is more like a step than a jump because it's so clean. <laughs> it's really weird looking. It's Sprocket and Clank and they just show up and Gasket's like, hi, I'm gonna kill this guy. Can we like wait a second to do do this? And Sprocket's like, well, I just thought you'd want to know that Dad's looking for you, and Gasket's like, uh, "What? What's going on?" And then Jason takes this moment to skedaddle as they, <laughs> they fight amongst each other, which is pretty good. Um, they they basically are like yelling at each other, and Jason just like gets up off the ground and walks away. Uh, they uh, all grab Jason and teleport him away. Um. Gasket, uh, Sprocket tells, oh no, sorry, I guess we teleport away and we go to the command center first. Well, there's a little bit of Gasket being like, you let him get away, and Sprocket's like, no, I got a plan, and then we Yes, yes, he wants to tell him about his cool new plan. Uh, Jason just literally falls over in the command center, which is pretty dramatic, and he is, like, forcibly unmorphed in a kind of a cool little visual effect that we, I don't think we've seen before. Uh, where his like shield, I don't know how to describe it. It's it, like, shield. It it like it's like they took the image of him and like warped him, and then it went back into itself and it stopped. And then he's in his regular. So I, I, human the shield form. stands out, but I don't think it's just a shield. I think it's, it's a whole like superimposed oh, yeah, okay. Jason that does that. Yeah, it is. Uh, what's kind of funny is we get this moment here of like. Of Jason being like, oh, don't worry, I'm fine. Tommy, what happened to your face? Because I guess... Because <laughs> Jason David Frank has a cut and a bandage on his yeah. face. Didn't we hear that there was some like behind-the-scenes shit that involved... Okay, so I, I theorized that because I've heard they've gotten into like scuffs on the, on the stage before that it was one of those because like Steve Fernandez and, and Jason David Frank did not get along well according to Jason David Frank. 
So here's what I will say. Th- this Jason is like, I'm sorry, I must have worked out too hard. Uh, that <laughs> turns out to not be what what it is because it's right. revealed later. But Zoran does basically say like, yeah, that'd do it. Which is wild. Like, apparently, if you bench press too much, you can't be a Power Ranger that day, I guess. I I do have an answer for why Tommy's injured. Uh, It's from Ranger Wiki, so who knows, but I've got it here. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, According to Ranger Wiki, that den of lies, the reason why Tommy has a cut on his cheek in this episode, and later has a bandage covering it, is because Jason David Frank got hurt in a mosh pit at a concert he was attending, as mentioned on Jason David Frank's Instagram page. The in-story explanation, however, is that Tommy fell out of bed reaching for his alarm clock. Now, what? Here is, here's the thing. He's, why the fuck did you bring it up? Like, <laughs> he's like, hey, I'm, I worked out too hard. I'm really dizzy. Uh, Zordon's like, oh, geez, we need to test you. And then Jason's like, oh, by the way, what happened to your face? And <laughs> yeah, but if Tommy has a bandage on his face, no one's going to ask about it. Well, yeah. so Tommy, I didn't even notice it happened. It's so like it's you didn't need to draw attention to yeah, it. E- even <laughs> with this version of the footage that's on like it's in like HD, you can barely see the bandage. That's what I was <laughs> gonna ask. I w- I was actually gonna ask like I it's been long enough now that I don't remember like were, did we used to be better at seeing what SD was like? Were we better at deciphering it? When no. it was, I don't think so, right? It's not like yeah, you know, it was just, like these tiny screens that had like poor pixel quality, like right. So like, no one would have noticed. A, B, the, okay. If someone has a black eye and a cut on their face, and they tell you that they fell out of bed uh, trying to hit, reach their alarm clock, unless it's me, in which case that's plausible. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna be like. Hey Tommy, um, are things okay at home? Like, <laughs> like I'm sorry, but like the fact that he brings it up and then th- when that when this does not come back in this episode, I was fucking floored. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Because yeah. there's just no reason to bring it up unless it's gonna be something. And then if you do, and he says that <laughs> now. It does fit our characterization <laughs> there, there should, of Tommy. There should be. You're, you're right, though. There should be a villain saying, like, alarm clock, huh? That gives me an idea. You right, know, like s- something. Anything. But, but the way that it is, it's just like, again, it fits our weird, clumsy version of Tommy. But, like, <laughs> but, but that doesn't, like, that's wild. Yeah, I fell out of bed trying to get my alarm clock. And. And what, hit your face on the table? Jesus. I mean, yeah, I guess that's what happened. I mean, that's the (laughs) only explanation. Like, I mean, like, um, and and that's weird that, because, like, presumably they're in fights all the time. You could take battle damage. Like, it's not that weird if he has a cut on his face. You don't have, like you said, like, even if you can see it, you don't have to bring it up. Like, whatever. I mean, that would raise the question of why rangers don't have, like, bruises on their face all the time. Like, why there aren't, like, just random other people in the high school asking, like, you know, being like, holy shit, Tommy, you look like death. What happened? You know? I mean, uh, that'd be pretty but funny. Also, yeah. But also, like, you bring up the Steve Cardenas and, and uh, Jason David Frank not getting along behind the scenes. Something just clicked in my head. Is that why Rocky's about to leave the show? 
Oh. I doubt it. No, Rocky, I, I, I will double check this when we get to the movie, but I believe he actually did hurt himself, and that's oh. why he was to, and they like wrote it into the show, basically. Um, I'll double check. But, but yeah, so, uh, that's, so that's that. The other question I had briefly after uh, Luke read us that explanation is, what if Tommy had just said, yeah, I was in a mosh pit? <laughs> that would have like, been really if, good. <laughs> what if he was just like, yeah, I was at a concert last night and it got wild? Like, <laughs> I, they try to keep this show. I was at a Christian rock concert last night and there was a mosh pit. <laughs> <laughs> they, they try to keep this show so squeaky clean. I can't imagine yeah. they would want to encourage a mosh pit. Yeah. Sure. I would yeah, have known what sure. a mosh pit was when I was watching this show. I'm like, what's that? But also, my you bring up an ex- interesting point. How much moshing is there at a Christian rock show? <laughs> I don't know. I've never Maybe, been to one. If you've I ever mean, been to a Christian rock show, reach out to us at Team Food on mean, Twitter. It, as long as it's hard enough, I don't see why not. I've I've been to one, but I was like way out in the nosebleeds, like so I don't. Uh, I, and I wasn't looking for... I, I don't think anyone was moshing to the newsboys. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe um, Jars of Clay at most. Sure. A Switchfoot concert. Uh, so, Zordon uh, says, yeah, we need to do, do, do some... Do you think Jason David Frank thinks Creed are a bunch of sellouts? <sighs> okay, um, I don't want to get too deep into Creed because I feel like they've been made fun of about as much as anybody has other than maybe Nickelback. But I do want to say that uh, I listen to a lot of heavy metal um, and there's a heavy metal record label called Napalm Records. Okay. Uh, and I was on their YouTube channel the other day and I saw that Scott Stapp's new solo project is uh, like really hardcore Christian metal. On, on Napalm Records, and it's very funny if you want to go check that out. It's not good. Uh, so anyway, okay. um, <laughs> the uh, so yeah, they say we're going to give you some tests. Uh, we turn back over to uh, Gasket and Sprocket, um, and Sprocket says, "Listen, I I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I wanted to tell you I've got a great plan. Actually, he does some fake crying here." Because he's getting yelled at. And he's like, I thought you wanted to hear about my cool idea. <laughs> and Gasket's like, okay, fine, tell me. Uh, now, G- Sprocket then says, you know, I should have thought of it before, but why don't we use Orbis to make you grow, and then you can beat up the Power Rangers. And now, it's like, yeah, sounds legit. <laughs> what now, the fuck? <laughs> now, here's what's wild about this. Uh-huh. In a second, Gasket's gonna leave, and then uh, Sprocket's gonna be like, haha, my evil plan to take out my brother. I thought that, that it was gonna, like, poison him or something. It doesn't. He just loses. It's just that he loses. <laughs> it's so... just that he knows that the Rangers will win, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Except the Rangers don't okay. actually kill him. I have, I have, okay, well, I think, I'm pretty sure we did in the Sentai, based on what happens, but, like, um, I have, I have a theory. Like, he does get his ass kicked by the Zords, right? Yes, but the Zords are like are like super powerful at this point. Like they have like what like six of them, and they like have so many robots. Yeah, yeah, like they're really powerful on the Zord front. Gasket kicks their ass whenever they're on foot. Like Gasket like would would wrecks them. 
Except sure. for like, so like, he actually would probably have done better if he didn't grow big because then they couldn't escalate and then he would have went one. So your, your theory is Sprocket is just like, God, they have so many robots. If I make him <laughs> yeah, big, he's not going to fucking win. <laughs> okay. You know, I, I, it makes as much sense as anything. I really thought Orbis was going to poison him somehow. No, that makes way more sense. Like, I'm bullshitting. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but yeah. Now, second question is, if you could do this, why why didn't you do this way? Like, why didn't you make... Right. Why didn't you make uh, fucking Mondo and Queen Machina and all of you big? Well, that's the thing. He says, like, I can't believe I didn't think of this earlier. And it's like, yeah, why didn't you think of it earlier? <laughs> like, that that seems like a decent plan. And Mondo does do it when before he dies. Yeah, in the next before. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, um, he did it, like, when he, when he quote, unquote, went oh, away right. before. Yeah, the sword of Damocles. He needed a sword to get big because meh. Uh, yeah. I, um, I do I do like that after Gasket suggests this, Archerina's like, and there will be more of you to love, my darling. And yeah, and Archerina is a macro fetishist confirmed. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a line for sure. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so uh, on the subject of Gasket and planning things and also him not thinking, he's just like, all right, well, we'll do the make me big thing, but I need to go plan some stuff. So I'll contact you later. And then he leaves. He doesn't really ever come up with a proper plan or anything. He just he never like do. he's just like fuck it, attack the Rangers, then make me big. He just wanted an excuse to leave the conversation. He didn't know how else to end it. <laughs> yeah, well, I will say also his phrasing is "I'll get back to you." Like he's gonna text him back later, basically. <laughs> like <laughs> I'll see you on MSN Messenger tonight, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, then they, uh, Clank and, uh, Sprocket laugh about it. Now, it's a bad plan, but this does mean that this child is planning to murder his brother, basically. Yeah, you know, like, uh, he doesn't do a good job, but... He's trying to do regicide, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not great. And he <laughs> says, like, yeah, it'll score me brownie points with dad, so... I still don't, I'm, still not, I'm still not sure why his dad is so mad at so, Gasket. So this this was explained <laughs> in the episode when when Gasket was introduced. Uh, Archerina is the daughter of like a rival robot king. Yes. And, okay. Uh, king Mondo does not approve of their of their union. Basically, you know, a different space robot empire. <laughs> yeah. Like I love the implication, and I, it sucks that they never really explore it because it's Power Rangers, and they never properly explore anything. But there's a whole fucking, like, medieval Europe-style, like, system of robot monarchy across what, space. Like, yeah, say, like, what, if, what if she's, like, the daughter of a duke who has, like, a bit of claim to the throne and, like, it's all the same empire, though, or whatever? That's implies a lot of right and like this shit specifically is games of throne shit like it's it's the the second in line (laughs) to the throne trying to murder the first in line so he can be king and i mean like if they really are like you know the european aristocracy presumably gasket and archerina are cousins but i don't know what that means for robot aliens well it (laughs) said there were cousins in the sentai and then we were like what does robot cousins mean and we couldn't figure that out so Um, but yeah, so at this point we cut what back. What does robot cousins mean is truly the question for our okay. times. Ro- robot cousins would be like if, if, if Mega Man built himself a robot, then Proto Man would be that robot's uncle. And then if that robot made another robot. 
Yeah, I mean, off. like, you know, if Proto Man made a robot, then then that robot would be Mega Man's robot's cousin, I guess. I mean, y'all are kind of making this more complicated than it needs to be. It's just robot cousins would be two robots made by different models of the same machine. Okay. okay. Well, that okay. makes more sense. That makes sense. I'm I'm down. I with doubt that. that's what this meant because it's about like aristocracy, but yeah. So we cut back to the Jimmy Arturina's dad is just like a you know like ro- one of those like Mondo? like a car factory arm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's an automated automated car uh, or a, I guess robot building arm for sure. Uh, so we cut back to the Jim and Juice bar. Uh, this we've is got weird. Cat, this whole Cat thing. and Tommy. This whole thing is weird. Cat and Tommy are walk up to Jason, uh, Tanya, and Adam, and are like, "So what's up?" And Jason's like, "Well, the tests were negative," and they're like, "Great." And Jason says, "Yeah, but I'm supposed to take it easy just in case." Um, they well, say, given what well, we know happens. Like, we know that there's actually a problem. What were they testing for that came up negative? Well, so Zordon says it is possible for physical exhaustion to make your connection to the morphing grid fucked up. So it was negative for that. In other words, like, they checked that and determined Wait, but that. That would be bad news if he tested negative for that, because that's the easy to solve problem. Yeah, I think he tested negative for, like, having his powers being drained. I think they tested him for, like, leukemia. <laughs> no, I mean, Luke, I actually, yeah. agree, I actually agree with you. I thought it was weird they said good, because, like you said, if it was like, yeah, it's exhaustion, the solution is take a nap, and right. then we're fine. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, so... Yeah, just take a day off or something. Um. So, uh, anyway, at this point, it is revealed... That no, Tommy and Cat aren't dating. Which yeah, what? Yes, they are. They, though <laughs> they had a romantic slow dance. <laughs> they had a vision of the future where they were married. They had the whole bit where fr- wait, they did have a vision of the future where they were married. That did happen. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yes, and their well, son they, was a Power did, Ranger. Did they have a vision of it, or was it just like a flash? Well, that was a flash forward. It was a but flash like, forward. It's still but like it's the so audience ridiculous. already knows they're together. Is what the point sure. is, right? Like, yeah, everything pointed to them already being a couple. It because like they had the whole like episode where Cat was being really weird about the baby doll they had to take care of. Yes, yeah, yeah, totally. yeah and, and like and then like the snow episode where like like Michael was saying he she sets up a date for him and another girl, but it ends with them in a date. So yeah, like, it, it it ends with them like we they do romantic dancing to a slow song and then it fades to yeah. black. That is TV code for they're going out now. Yeah, like oh, and and like I get it because in fairness they have no chemistry whatsoever. <laughs> but the thing is, that's basically true of every relationship in this show. Yeah. Like, in fact, like the Early only so the far. only reason the only reason that like Kimberly and Tommy had any chemistry is because Amy Jo Johnson was taking that horse shit and just putting it right they, on her back and they, carrying it along yeah, with like, every ounce of her thing. strength. They yeah. didn't have chemistry. She was a good actress, but right. like, he didn't. They didn't have chemistry at all. Like the only the only time they did have chemistry was the episode where they were fighting each other. Yeah, that's the yeah. that is true. Yes, um, so, but it is fucking bonkers that Tommy. Tommy's out here being like, "Oh, gee, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how to, I don't know how to ask Cat out on a date." 
and we get Tony's my- like, she wants to fuck you. She's wanted <laughs> to fuck you since day fucking one. I wasn't even here for that, but I know about her being a cat and wanting to fuck you. Man, <laughs> I miss Amy Jo Johnson. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, she was yeah. so good. But, like, we get my least favorite mode of Tommy, and that is Nervous Tommy. Where he's just like, ah, oh, gee, oh, gee, guys, gee, I just, yeah. I just uh, don't know if I can. Wanna, I can uh, and, and J. Stephen Frank does, like, this little head shake, and he kind of stares at the ground a little bit. I like Nervous Tommy because it's really funny. Like, he's so yeah. bad at this. Well, like, yeah, like, he's, he, he's like, hey, what are you doing after this? And she's like, ah, oh, nothing. And he's like. She's like, oh, well, what are you, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, nothing. Yes. And then she walks away. <laughs> it's so he fucking had, funny. He had no plan. Hey, and <laughs> what do you do? What are you doing tonight? Nothing. Okay, cool. Bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so can I can I do a quick fashion corner? Yeah. Oh, sure. yeah, absolutely. So so Tommy is is still doing the thing he's oh, been doing in Zio, where he just <laughs> where he just leaves all of his hair down in fucking like like he's trying to be Fabio or something. Tanya, he's is. wearing. He's wearing a red plaid, like, lumberjack shirt, except he's left the top, like, mm, five buttons unbuttoned. It's also really baggy for, like, I don't know, it could be a slimmer fit on him. It's gotten to where I can't fucking believe I was ever like, man, Tommy has good hair. It looks (laughs) so bad. Like, it's not good. It's terrible. Um, Here's the thing. When we first met him, his hair was bad in a fun 90s way. Now his hair's just bad. Now his hair, he just looks like... He's increasingly looking like a bad grunge musician, basically. Like Yeah. And, 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 I, like, and here's the thing. In fairness, his, his the haircut he has now, that he started having in, like, a Dino Thunder... What was it when he came back? Dino Thunder, yes. Dino Thunder, yeah. yeah. Where, he has, where he has the short, spiky hair. Like, yes, that makes it look like he's in a new metal band. It's still... <laughs> significantly better than his hair now. Yeah, I would now, agree. It, his his overall look is made worse by the fact that he's got like a soul patch, but <laughs> but like the hair is better. Did you see that uh, he did some photo shoot where he like posed in the Green Ranger outfit for a cost for some uh, magazine? Because of course he did, and he dyed his goatee green. Oh my god! Oh, no, <laughs> I no. Let's see if I can find it after this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, That's so, so cursed. So anyway, cat uh, like literally, he's like, uh, "Hey, what are you up to later?" All the other rangers are like, "Goodbye," and they like walk away because they're they're nervous. And then she's like, "Not," he's like, "Nothing," and she's like, "Okay, I'm not doing anything either." And he's like, "Okay, bye," and that's it. <laughs> Tanya, and, I. I love Tanya here because she's yeah, just Tanya's like, Tommy, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Yeah, like I exaggerated, obviously, but like she's like, come on, she's obviously into you. Like, I mean, you didn't exaggerate by much. She's like two <laughs> seconds away from being like, Tom, buddy, get that puss. Come on. Save us all the stress. Jason, Jason says, great move, Casanova, which is one of like the few good Jason lines, which I appreciate. <laughs> Was it Jason? I thought Adam said that. Oh, did does he? My bad. Boy, there you go. Maybe. Adam had a good one. Um, but yeah, Tanya's like, dude, what are you doing? And then he's like, really? Me and Kat. And it's like, that doesn't even make. That's what you were already <sighs> thinking about. It's not like you just considered this. Uh, so we had a whole yeah. fucking three parter about this. 
And then he says, I want it, if we date, go on a date, I want it to be the perfect first date. They have been on a first date. That's the yeah. one where I'm like, regardless yeah. of whether you're dating kinda, now, you went on a date. It, it was weird in that she set it up for a different girl to date him, and then he ditched her, and then she ditched him, and then they had a date after. Like, it was a weird first date, but it happened. So, at this point, uh, Ernie comes in, mm-hmm. and he apparently just went on a vacation to Jamaica. Not sorry, no. not Jamaica, uh, Hawaii. What the fuck? Wow, I don't know. Wow, I don't know. <laughs> he um, went to Hawaii, oh, so he burst into the room. Was like, guys, I found out why all my shirts are called that. <laughs> <laughs> also, he thinks that he's the Hawaiian now. It was everything about Hawaiian culture, and he's gonna hold a luau because <sighs> that's that's what you do. He's handing out lays. He's like, I wasn't enough of a shitty white tourist while I was there. I gotta bring that shit home. Y- yes. Yeah, right. Uh, Ernie's <laughs> engaging in He's like in he's like fucking... one of those weebs who go to Japan once and then act like they they fucking know everything about the culture. They think they're and... a samurai now. It's yeah. literally mm. that episode of The Office where Michael gets back from like a vacation in Jamaica. Yeah. Like also you can do a luau, but don't be like that's right, the authentic Hawaiian experience <laughs> uh-huh. for me, Ernie. Like, no, don't do that. <laughs> He's gonna fucking hire hula dancers and um, uh, all kinds of shit's about to go down, y'all. It's bad. So we cut to uh, the... Oh, and Tommy uh, decides he's probably gonna ask out Cat to the Luau. Yes. We cut to the um, uh, detective agency. Uh, Bulk and Skull are... Just start hucking all these. Okay, I'm sorry. I forgot how Lieutenant Stone appears in the scene, and I saw it, and it made me laugh. Uh, so, D- Detective Stone, but uh, so they come into this office. The lights are off. They don't bother to turn them on, and they just walk in. And Skull immediately starts talking about like, "Well, Stone's not here. I'm going to take a nap on his desk." Yes. Yeah, and, like, they said they're really bush, so they're gonna take naps, and he calls dibs on the desk, which is- And there's a ton of papers on the desk, which he starts shoving aside as Lieutenant St- or sorry, Detective Stone's head slowly rises from behind <laughs> the desk in a very good shot, uh, and then he's like, hey guys, do you know what these are? And they're like, uh, fan mail? And he's like, no, it's Bills, and you have to get us a case for some reason. For some yeah. reason, it's your fault that we're broke, yeah, I guess. Like, I, know, I know it's 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 our headcanon, but like, I'm pretty sure Jerome Stone is like independently wealthy, and he's, he's like, hired these high schoolers and is now treating it like it's their fault that they don't have money to pay for the like, telephone and electricity. I thought like, that was literally his, his mansion, like in it canon. It must be. Like, so, I don't think it was in canon, but we assumed it was. Say it, but like, come on, that's what's happening. <laughs> oh, I wrote, do not agree that it's that he's independently wealthy. I think, I think he's, he's a he's a number one bestseller. Yeah, he's been on the New York Times uh, bookseller list God, for his what? coffee book. Man, I gotta stop coming back to this show. <laughs> no, <laughs> you yeah, have yeah, to yeah, come yeah, back yeah, more. Get yeah, <laughs> a coffee book and everything. So, seriously, thing. So let's set aside set aside our headcanon about like how mansion owning and filthy rich he, rich he is. Even set all that aside, he runs this business. the The failure of the business is on him. Yeah, yeah that's it's wild. not on his employees. Yeah, especially not teenagers. Like, well, also because 
the Balkan Skull always do the quote unquote detective work. So if they do the detective work and they're supposed to get the clients, what the fuck does was de- right. does Detective Stone do? Like, yeah, early on he was always like, "Boys, I got a case for you." Like, yeah, uh, Zach, I do agree that we should kill all bosses. <laughs> well, okay, yes, uh, sure, fair enough. Um, so. They're like, okay, God, well, I want to see, like, a fucking proletariat uprising led by fucking Bulk and Skull. Hell yeah! <laughs> I'd watch that. So, God, Skull gets rich later, so, like, Bulk's gonna be, like, calling him a fucking class traitor or something. It's gonna be great. <laughs> yep. So, um, Skull... And they're already uh, cops. They kind of started off as class traitors. So, we cut to, um... Uh, sorry, to the Jim and Juice bar... Rocky and uh, Tommy are doing a sparring match. Um, Rocky, like, uh, flips Tommy over, and then well, Tommy, Tommy gets, gets distracted. Gets distracted. Cat, yep. And that's how he flips him over. And then and then Rocky's presumably going to punch him in the fucking face, the way his fist is backed up here in the shot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, can you blame him? And then, <laughs> no. right. And then Rocky pulls him up and is like, man, why don't you just go, like, ask her out, dude? <laughs> like, <laughs> just do it. And he's like, I don't know. Are you sure she wants to go out with me? Which, like... <laughs> fucking loser. <laughs> he's just like, like dude, not- didn't you read the script? You you hooked up, like, 20 episodes ago. Also, like, I'm not gonna sit here and give a bunch of dating <laughs> advice. I'm bad at it. But, right. like, you don't get to know if the person's gonna say yes beforehand. That's not in the rules. Like, you have to ask. That's why yeah, I mean, it's called this asking. Is, this is, like, classic, like, cookie-cutter high school date romance stuff, but it's just, they haven't sold it because of, like, the relationship we've seen them have and everything, and, like, it's just... It's dumb. It's very fun, <laughs> yeah. But it is it is, it is entertaining. I, I like I that everyone else is, like, you're an idiot, of course she likes you, because, like, we know that, because they've <laughs> been pushing it, and I... Here's... Okay. Pulling back an old uh, Tommy headcanon thing... Yeah. Uh, where we decided that Tommy was extremely forgetful. Do you think that Tommy <laughs> just forgot they went on a date? <laughs> <Are> <laughs> what if Tommy just that- forgot that they're dating already in general? <laughs> are, are you trying to suggest that, you know, we're seeing this from Tommy's point of view and it's just him being oblivious? To Kat's point of view, she is partway through uh, acting out the plot of 50 First Dates. Right, yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> With Tommy played by Drew Barrymore. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so he goes over to to ask her out. Um, and she's That's a just weird like, movie. What? Sorry? Fifty First Dates? Yeah, it's yeah. existentially horrifying. Well, yeah. Okay, they That's have, a real condition. They have a child, which means she wakes up pregnant yep. and doesn't know how she got that way. Yeah, they skip That's that part. That's terrifying. Like, yeah. Um, but anyway, so... Uh, He's like, oh, did she's like, oh, didn't you see my class? And he's like, yeah, you're doing a great job. Um, And also, would you like to go to Ernie's luau with me? Uh, And he's like, well, actually, he doesn't even say that. He says, like, have you heard of the luau? And she's like, yes. Are you going? And he's like, yes, I am going. Also, would you go with me? Like he's it's so slow. Like she's she even so more tortured than that. Yeah, she like has she, so much patience. She basically like drags it out of him with her eyes. Like she just stares at him until he gets all of it out. 
Uh, she, I just imagine in her head, she's like, fucking finally! Oh and my also, god! <laughs> she's like, oh, like on a date? And he, he he says no, which I was like, man, don't date this guy. Like, yeah, <laughs> <he right>. yeah. <laughs> um, And he's like, no, well, if you're busy. And then she's like, no, I'd love to. That'd be great. Um, so they've got a date. Hooray! Uh... Now Balk and Skull fucking shake down Ernie for protection money, which is a wild scene. Uh-huh. Uh, basically, I mean, like, they're not intimidating at all. <laughs> and Ernie is not they- intimidating. I think Ernie here is like, fine, I'll give you a job to have so you guys can have some money. Like, I feel like he would have just given them money if they'd asked. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they but- start off with like, oh, those tiki torches, those seem dangerous. Uh, oh, that limbo bar, that seems dangerous. Ernie, are you sure you're not safe? Are you sure you're not totally safe? It's like, guys, just... Listen, I know how this goes. I'm going to ultimately just do whatever stupid thing you're trying to do. Just give me the short version. And they're like, hire us to be your security guards, well, please. That's what detectives e- do. It's either that or mm. Ernie knows because of his uh, mob connections that if right. somebody goes, boy, that sure looks dangerous. That's code for you wouldn't wor- want me to burn this whole place down to the ground, would you? Uh, right, exactly. and- I mean, I guess you could read it that way. That's not how I read it, but sure. I don't think he'd expect that from Bulk and Skull. I think he knows who's connected in this town. Uh, and he uh, he says, okay, well, fine, I'll hire you as my Hawaiian security guards. But like you'll have Bulk's to dress the part. Is like yeah. very similar to Spike Spiegel's. Yeah, that is true. A little bit. Um, if, he was wearing, yeah. if he was wearing Skull's shirt, it'd be the same outfit. So... We then cut to the command center, and uh, Alpha's like, Hey, Zordon, I got an idea. Why don't we call Trey? Actually, he says the trays, which is very funny. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, and How many trays? Trace trays. Trace trays. Uh, and ask them what the hell is going I'm on I'm so with- mad that I just got why his name is Trey. Are you serious, dude? Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> There's three of them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Now. <laughs> and they're from Triforia. Yeah, where? <laughs> um, I like how uh, Zoran's like, yes, Alpha, you should call them. I've had grave concerns all along that Jason's power is like, fuck you, dude. It's just <laughs> as I feared. <laughs> no, it Again. isn't. He never so said anything this... <laughs> about this. <laughs> this is an episode full of why didn't you do that sooner? Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, like g- coming on the heels of Gasket being like, "Wait, why don't I get big?" Here's Zordon and Alpha being like, "Wait a minute, Jason's having trubs. Why don't we contact the people who gave him his powers?" One of my favorite things about the comics is that it goes into the fact that Zordon is a fucking withholder who doesn't fucking tell anybody anything and it's like a real actual problem <laughs> and and this is I mean, just how does the comic like justify that behavior though because it's because they gave him kind of a like prime directive thing where he is supposed okay. to help protect the planet but not like like he's got to let them do it yeah he's not supposed to like like there's a pretty there's a okay. scene where Jason Jason's like uncle or something has like uh, is sick and he talks to Zordon about it and Zordon basically lays out like I 
am here to help protect you from outside threats. I cannot advance your technology other than that because it's that's not how I do things, basically. So Great. he okay. doesn't want to tell them, like, yeah, there's, you know, all these galactic-spanning empires because they wouldn't know otherwise. It's a, it's an it it doesn't say that's okay though. Also, right. like it's it's a it's a pretty good thing that the comics do. In this, it's just he's an asshole. Uh, so, um, so yeah, he now specifically Emily. He does say that he was worried about it, but what he says is that he thinks that Jason's physiology won't sustain the Gold Ranger powers. This is fair because Trey is an alien who's three people and <laughs> the, the powers worked for him, but that doesn't mean it'll work for a human, which I think is an understandable concern. Um, that you might want to mention at the beginning, though. Maybe. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would be well, very funny if, like... Well, not funny, but uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Okay, it would be a much more interesting angle for this to take is if uh, prolonged use of the Gold Ranger powers was causing Jason to start to split into three people, and three that guys? was the problem. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, shit. And that's the reason he had to stop using it. He's like, if I keep doing this, I'm going to split into fucking three Jasons, and humans shouldn't do that? That would and be it, good. And then he would be One Jays. of them will be evil. <laughs> yeah, of course. Uh, it would be J- Jace of punching, Jace of kicking, and Jace of high-yawing would be the three. Uh, but yeah, so uh, they're going to contact Trey. Then we cut over to the worst thing in the episode and in many episodes. Uh, yeah. Because yep. we see a panning shot of the beach club. Uh, where the luau is about to happen, and Balkan Skull are in the background. It doesn't help that the uh, the subtitles say imitating Polynesian chanting. They're just saying gibberish, basically. Uh, yeah, yeah. they're wearing like war paint, waving spears, and they're basically just going ooga booga booga. Yeah, pretty much. It's not mm. good. Uh, they have. It's, I mean, yeah. it's racist. Like it's a racist outfit. It's- Outstandingly racist. It's mm-hmm. really bad. It's really, really bad. Uh, the 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 fucked up thing about this is it's half on purpose because like the Rangers yeah. and Tanya, uh, Tanya in particular, and like Ernie are just like you guys. That's not Hawaiian. You didn't do your research. The problem is. They're, they're, the character's problem with what Bulk and Skull is doing isn't that right. it's racist, it's that it's not the right racist. Yeah, it's, yeah. This isn't it's, an it's, accurate it's, caricature of a people. Yeah. So, like, they do say, like, listen, that's not right, uh, and, and Tanya even, she doesn't say it's offensive, but she's like, hey, that's not right, you're way off, you didn't do any research, uh, yeah. but, but, like... Ernie the Shepherd was like, "Yeah, I said I wanted authentic Hawaiian." Yes, exactly. Again, it's it's like a it's like a, a white weave of being like you're not wearing your yukata, right? Right. Yeah, which is like, well, they wouldn't really, f- yeah, if they had the correct Hawaiian outfits, not much better. No. Um, so there is quickly a shot of uh, uh, Emily uh, flirting with Jason. In case you forgot, as I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, she's in this episode for like five seconds, and like I'm genuinely curious how much, if at all, she appears in the final episode. I bet there's like one 
quick thing, but yeah, probably not. Like Jason much. gives up the powers, and then he hooks up with Emily, and they ride off into the fucking sunset. Wouldn't it be great if these shows had like character development? And, like, (laughs) motivations. Don't be ridiculous. (laughs) Uh, Who would want such a thing? uh, I feel like, so, we've talked about this before, and, like, I do still think Zio's the best season so far. But it's only the best season insofar that it has a lot more of the, like, really fun moments. But, like, in terms of its actual, like, production as a TV show, character writing, structure, plot, the basic building blocks of telling a fucking story through the medium yeah. is just as dog shit as ever. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, that that's uh, fair. So Ernie says, hey, I want to, I need to, to start the festivities. I'll need some uh, volunteers from the audience. And actually there is a cute scene here where, Tanya is, like, super excited, and she jumps up and, like, basically pulls Jason onto his feet. Uh, and Jason's like, I don't wanna. And then um, uh, a, a bunch of them, everybody except Tommy and Kat, go up uh, to part- participate. Uh, and they do no. a little little hula dance, which is, I mean, whatever. It's fine. It's what you've seen in a million, like, surf yeah. movies. And all I don't that even stuff. think, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a hula dance expert or anything, but even, like, the people that get to be, like, the quote-unquote professional hula dancers don't seem, like, that much like they know what they're doing. No. No, no, no. I agree. <laughs> it's um, not great. So, uh, we've got that Clank, Archerina, and, uh, sorry, yes, Clank, Archerina, Gasket and a bunch of cogs show up in a bush, uh, which brings uh, Gasket's bush hiding to like five in this season so far. <laughs> he loves to hide in bushes. Uh, and he's like, I love, sorry, I just love to see where Tommy's like, <laughs> yes, yes, yeah, Tommy's <laughs> yeah, pretty dancing. Uh, so, hey, uh, did we miss the bit where uh, everyone went to sit at tables? And like, and Tommy and <laughs> Catherine are going to sit down, and Jason and, and Emily are going to sit down, and then Rocky and Adam are about to go join them, and like Tanya grabs them by the collars and yanks them back. It's like, no, no. Oh no, well, not. she pulls them up to go to go be involved in the thing, basically. But yes, well, she she's, yes. she's, she's, she's like hastily stopping with... them from interrupting the double date. Is oh, the thing. I see. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so uh, they're like, okay, how are we going to get the uh, the Rangers alone? Which I don't know why you need to do that, but fine. Uh, he tells the cogs to crash the party. Uh, the hula dance finishes, and Ernie's like, "Okay, great. Uh, now for a big surprise. <laughs> I'm proud to pr- introduce to you straight from uh, the islands uh, <laughs> some traditional hula dancers." And then there's a really good shot that makes me happy again for a minute of the palm fronds. Uh, like spreading and then a bunch of cogs in hula outfits. Yes. <laughs> that part's okay, so, good. And that, so, that is funny. And also like but like also he was like, here's a hula dance, and now for our next trick. A here's hula a dance. hula dance. A different yeah. hula dance. <laughs> yeah. But also like and this, where this... Ernie thought the dancers were going to be is a bunch of cogs, which means those dancers are dead. Yeah, they or, killed the shit out of yeah. them. Or he hired the cogs. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Or that—that's possible. I like that idea more. Uh, they even do a little hula dance and then go into fighting stance, which is cute. And then they just 
we we go to commercial and come back and there is a scene of them just trashing everything in slow-mo which is pretty great people are running away and there's one like shot that's like pretty close to like Emily's face is running away and she looks so like unconcerned. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, okay, Uh, I guess we're running away. Like whatever. (laughs) There there is a shot of Tommy in slow-mo and he punches. Is he supposed to be punching? Cause it looks really bad. (laughs) He misses by about a foot. And I know that that's how stunts work, but it's just a bad shot. Um, and so, yeah, uh, then eventually, Everyone else has run away, basically, except for the rangers, uh, and they morph because it's morphin' time. It is morphin' time. That's uh, that's what time it is. Yeah, I think Ernie says, really? "Where's security? I should have never hired those guys." Oh, and he probably yes. means Vulcan Skull, but I'm choosing to believe he meant the Cogs. I should have never hired the Cogs. What was I thinking? <laughs> 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 that would be a good idea. <laughs> well, here's here's the fucked up thing. So this actually got me thinking. You know, because, like, it's it's straight up unfair to expect Bulk and Skull to keep the fucking cogs out. Yeah, absolutely. Right? What but the al- fuck did you think was going to happen? <laughs> yeah. Do but you also, think like- that when they saw the cogs, there was someone off screen that said, who let the cogs out? I can go. I'll go. <laughs> no, it's okay. It's okay. But, like, so, I, think, but- I, I assumed that he hired Bulk and Skull, like, for security being, like, giving them a favor and not actually expecting it to be security, because, like, who the fuck needs security for a... Like uh, a small town luau, right? But like, but then the cogs. That's why I'm saying like, he's talking about the cogs there because he never expected well, Vulcan Skull to like give them actual security. He couldn't have, right? So right. this actually got me thinking. Uh, as someone who like I, I actually like am a security guard for a living, so this 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 is the first time this really clicked to me. We've talked before about how like outside of the addition of like a monster alarm, it's weird how like. All these alien attacks seemingly haven't really affected, like, oh, sure. law enforcement or the military or anything like that. Well, I mean, but, like, it hits me, like, and that must have been to, like, fight the Cog Menace, right? Or, right. at the time, Tenga Menace? I don't remember. That's yeah, right. I don't know. But, like, it hits me that, like, in this world, and I know this show, te- like, really just tends to be just like, oh, it's just the real world with monsters and no- literally nothing else changes. But, like... I mean, if you're not reading closely, I guess. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but, like... Private security has to be a far more dangerous job in this world, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, what is, like, and, and I know this is definitely, like, getting into some, like, deep, like, way overanalyzing nerd shit above and beyond what even we normally do. Uh-huh. But, like, just thinking about, like, what that kind of work looks like in a world where, like, just aliens just show up every week. Right. And it's, it's fucking wild to me that, like, Ernie still is in the situation is just like, yeah, sure, Bulk and Skull can handle it. Uh-huh. I mean, they're, they're, strong, know, they're strong boys. Did, did you guys know that there is a documentary about who let the dogs out? <sighs> oh, great. Well, that. gonna need You're, some more information there. <laughs> so there was a it premiered at South by Southwest in March of this year. Uh-huh. Uh, and it is about the... Weird ownership copyright maze of the song because apparently no one knows really who wrote it or owns it. What? Because the hook was developed by someone completely separate in 1959. What? And then the lyrics were written separately by a different person. And it's, 
I have to watch this. I have You're to watch the documentary. You're telling me somebody in 1959 wrote down the words "Who let the dogs out"? No, I think they wrote down the the like the musical the, the musical da, da, part. Da, da, da. Yeah, great. Um, but I have and, like to even before watch we got this. to the Baja Men, like what they did was like a cover of a previous iteration of yes. the song. What? Uh, and then like even before that, it got. Because like there was, it was a lot of like, uh, what was it? Yeah, just a lot of weird copyright international shit. I'm gonna I'm watch. Learning this. so many things right now. <laughs> you said you let you let the dog cause out, <laughs> and then all I've been doing is reading this article. I didn't article notice you got quiet. Movie. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I got really distracted. Um, Were anyway. you just like I have to Google who let the dogs out right now? <laughs> I wa- I was trying to remember when that song happened because like I didn't late nineties. It, was, it would have been. It was early two thousands. It was after yeah. this. Okay, yeah. I was gonna say it, it, it was Rugrats the movie. Yes, it was Rugrats the movie. Um, but yeah, nineteen. 19- uh, Rugrats and Parrots is the movie. Oh no, sorry, nineteen ninety eight. One year after Turbo. So there oh, you go. Wow. Um. Anyway, moving on. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry for the <laughs> Do digression. We have to? Yeah, yeah. Well, do you have anything else you want to say about who let the dogs out? Who? who I guess who? not. Uh. I this also says that the song is maybe about ugly women, and now I like what? it a lot less yeah, than I did previously. No. Sucks. I just thought when, everyone was having a nice beach party, and then someone, that a bunch of dogs showed up. I, I thought, thought it was about like videos. horny men. You thought it was about horny men? It could be that also. Yeah, yeah I thought that was the idea. Is that, I mean, like, listen, if nobody knows who made the fucking song, yeah. then nobody knows what it's about. So it's fine. Um, That's not true. <laughs> that doesn't track. <laughs> no, it does. So we have a cogfight, a uh, morphed cogfight. Um, well, before that, we have this incredibly dramatic slow mo sequence of the cogs causing chaos. We and talked the about that un- already. Oh, you did? I thought yeah. the, the unmorphed rangers trying to evacuate everybody and everything? Yeah. And then okay. everybody runs away. It's fine. Uh, so they morph. We have a uh, cogfight. It's pretty cool. Um, I like um, Gasket calling Tommy Thomas. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, He's actually done that before, I think. Yeah, I think yeah, he did. Has. I mean, he does have a crush on Tommy, so. <laughs> well, I mean, he did uh, put him in the horny chair, the horny yeah. mind control chair, and then he and then he acted like he was the king and he wanted to serve Tommy. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and yeah. then like, I think there was that episode of Archerina hating Cat that we talked about him liking Tommy as well. So there's probably that something one, in there. That one was really funny because we described that to Lexi, who was not on that episode, and she straight up thought we were lying. Because <laughs> she didn't believe that that could have happened. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so then Clank runs out and is just like, haha, now our trap, which is that he makes Archerina and Gasket big, and I have something to say about this. Do you guys know what it might be? No. Uh, asking uh, Luke if he's into it? No. Well, <laughs> Luke, what do you think? That's what I want to ask. <laughs> uh, yeah? No, no what not, I was going to... Not in the Archerina? I just, you know, it's not about her so much. I mean, it's just not much of a... So it's not a very exciting scenario, you know? What I was going to say she's is... she's pretty hot. <laughs> when they, it's not about when, how she looks. When they grow, <laughs> uh, for some reason, there's a shot of them as skeletons... Yes. Oh. Which is weird because oh. robots um Yeah. 
don't have I mean, those. <laughs> I'm I'm just saying, Luke. You wanted Scorpina to be bigger, and like that's one of it wouldn't have been much different than this. No, so really, you're getting. You know, you're you right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm being picky. I gotta get a shot of the. I gotta try to find a shot of them being skeletons. It's hard to find the pause timing it's, on this thing. It's but like, literally yeah. like one frame, and it's, it's hard. It, yeah, but yeah, it's weird. They are not straight up like spooky, scary skeletons. They are like oh, robot yeah, they, they're skeletons. clearly like yeah, they're they're robot stuff. You can see like gears and pistons and shit. Yeah, it's so, just like, a weird. It also does highlight Archerina's robot I got moves, it. which is interesting. I got, I got the shot. Yeah. It's robot boobs. Oh, yeah. I feel like we've got to make this the thumbnail for the episode, because that is a picture right there. Uh, it's it's at, uh, let's see. It's at 1423 it. Santa got the shot, y'all. No, I know, but I'm telling mm-hmm. I'm telling our editor, Eric, this, uh, so he can find it if he wants to use it for the thumbnail. Well, I was, I was, devoid I was gonna, of... I was going to a any... screenshot right now, but yeah. Yeah. Devoid of any context, it looks like a, a shot from one of those like rotoscoped Ralph Bakshi movies. Yes, it does. Uh, at this point, um, uh, Jason's like, okay, you, you guys go fight in the Zords and I'll beat up these cogs. Because that's just my job in this show, basically. Yeah. Here's the thing. Once the robots come, once the giant robots come out, you don't need to worry about the cogs anymore. You can just step on them. But also, while Tommy and Jason are having this exchange, the cogs just hula dance in the background. Wait, really? Yeah, they're oh, just they dancing. Oh my time. god, you're right. Jesus, that's amazing. I totally missed that. That's great. Yep, they're just mocking them, I guess. Um, but yeah, so they, they get up into the Zeozords. Uh, I think this might be... So, I don't think we've really talked about it, but like... This is the first time that... A uh, team has had two uh, sets of Zords at the same time, where one isn't like broken or whatever. Right, right. And they don't really seem to like. It's not like the Super Zeo Zords seem to be better, really. No, no. Like they use them kind of interchangeably, and it's weird. Uh, but it does mean they have a shitload of robots. Uh, yeah. As previously, uh, as previously indicated, because yeah. they start to fight both Archerina and um, uh, both Archerina and Gasket, and they're getting their butts kicked because they're in one robot. And then um, Alpha is like, "Oh, I can just pilot the Super Zeo Zords and the Red Battle Zord by remote." I okay. wish he just actually piloted them. I, like <laughs> the alpha and, and like a cockpit would be sick. <laughs> let's let's stop to consider this because let's let add this to the, this episode's great pantheon of why the fuck right. didn't you do this before? Uh-huh. Yeah, alpha can just pilot the robots remotely, not and he can and I guess because he's a robot, like he can do multiple of them at once without getting confused. He can multitask this shit, which if you have giant robots. That you can pilot remotely, and uh-huh. you just need one smart, like, space robot to pilot them all at once. Why do you have Power Rangers? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, 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 like, we just saw, like, an episode. The last episode we watched, I believe, had multiple Megazords out, but each one of them had at least two Rangers in them. Right. But now it's like, nah. Five Rangers in one, no Rangers in the other two. <laughs> yeah. 
So he sends out those robots. We've got three big old robots fighting uh, two bad guys. Uh, it's pretty fun. It's a pretty fun little fight. I like um, yeah. watching the big fights, uh, the like large-sized fights. Uh, Archerina and um, Gasket have this attack where they like both turn into a heart that flies at the bad guy, or bad guys, at the rangers and blows up, and then they turn back into their normal forms. Uh, yeah. They do it a couple times. I really uh, like the shot of the Super Megazord flying. I just saw it, and it's beautiful. Yes. Gasket says he is the most powerful supreme leader uh, the Machine Empire has ever known, uh, which is funny, because I don't think he's ever been leader for an episode, even. No. Uh, the way that the other ones have. I um, mean, he was leader for a bit while Mondo was dead. Also, yeah. the, the supreme leader, like, the best leader they've ever had is Louis Kaboom. Yes, he was super good. He points at the robots and they all blow up and he's like, Mohaha, I'm the best. And then unfortunately for him, the most powerful robot in the universe, Tackle Boy, shows up to ruin his day. And like, listen, we love Tackle Boy. So it might sound like a joke. But in both this episode and last episode, Tackle Boy is clearly shown to be the best weapon they have, which well, is very yeah. funny to me. <laughs> What's great is that, like, in the past, like, Tackle Boy, in spite of all of his power, had been shown to need some other robot to, like, throw him or wind him up or summon him or just do something to him. No, he comes out of literally nowhere in this fight. Just... Suddenly, Tackle Boy and Gasket is down. Yep. Uh, and then they, suddenly, they... Tackle Boy is my favorite uh, offshoot of Suddenly Susan. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly, Tackle Boy <laughs> standing uh, beside you. They try their move again, and I actually had to rewind this to see what was happening. But the Zeo Megazord slashes them in the air in their like energy form. And it splits them back into into two, and they fall down, um, which is kind of cool. Uh, we see. I do Jay- kind of like this weird, and I assume we got more of this in the Sentai, but I like this sort of weird characterization of Archerina and Gasket, like as a genuine couple, to the point where they can just fucking merge into a love based attack. Yeah, in yeah. spite of the fact and, that they're like, like the villains. Right. There's a part where the Megazord. Uh, throws one of its swords, the, the Super Zeo Megazord, at Archerina, and he's like, are you all right, dear? Like, he's genuinely concerned. Like, this is the best couple we've had on the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're the and they're the bad guys. It's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say Zenrita, but no, Zenrita sometimes gets some honeymooners shit going on. Yeah, no, yeah. these two just, like, they're in love. I mean, Zed and Rita love each other, but also it's not a super healthy relationship. Uh, yeah, but also sometimes Zed is like, oh, I'd say Bam's out to the moon, but we're already there. <laughs> but, that, but that's mm. copy, and also that's copyright. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, last episode Rita kicked Zed. That's true. Yeah. Like, yeah. The point is, though, at the very least, the evil couples have so much more chemistry than the good ones. <laughs> oh, for yes. sure. Uh, so at this point, um. Jason finishes off the cogs, and he's like, Zordon, do they need p- pyramid power? And Zordon's like, yes, immediately. They only have a four-on-two advantage. <laughs> <laughs> Zordon was just like, was just like, huh? 
Yeah, all right. Zordon, did we just have a rule against escalation? No, who cares? This is Zordon's. Zordon's not saying immediately because they need the help. He's saying immediately because the episode's about to end and they need to wrap this shit up. This is just funny because, like, okay, later on. At least in like so, I'm I'm gonna use Dino Charge in the, as an example because Dino Charge uh, has so many Zords. There's ten Rangers in that season, and there's a shitload of Zords. They typically don't use more than one Megazord at a time unless it's like you know there's something crazy going on. This really feels like they're just like I don't know, fuck it, all of them go. <laughs> like it's it's kind of wild. Yeah, I mean we get a really good shot of Pyramidus towering over Archerina and Gasket, which is fun. I I still don't like the design of Pyramidus's Ultra Megazord form because it's just, you know, it's just a big box basically. Yeah. But yeah. I do like the part where it's just so big. It's it's <laughs> as big to the giant monsters as they are to people. Yeah, it it doesn't feel fair to no. be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Again, if they're allowed to summon Pyramidus, why aren't they just allowed to summon the Megazords at the beginning of a fight? Right, for yeah. real. Uh, and it's just as much of an escalation. Now, here's the other thing. The fucked up thing is, I feel like Pyramidus is about as big as fucking Serpentero was. Oh, yeah, oh, probably. Yeah. Be, and Serpentero yeah. was supposed to be apocalyptic shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny, um, in the comics with the, when they did the, like, Shattered Grid stuff, where it was, uh. like, all the ranger teams against all the bad guys ever, basically. Yeah. Uh, Serpentero shows up, and it's like, oh, shit, we're all fucked. And I have been watching this. Because uh, I'm rereading it, and then I was like, oh, wait, Pyramidus is not in this. Because if he was, he would be as big as fucking Serpentera, so they just don't have him, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, so anyway, uh, we've now something weird happens, which is they blast uh, Archerina and Gasket, and then someone says, I think it might be Jason, says, shoot him again, basically. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Tommy's like, no, wait, hold on. And we cut back to them and they're like, I can feel my size wearing off. We're shrinking. <laughs> and then they fall over <laughs> and explode. Yeah, uh, they're just dead. Yeah. <laughs> we got we to gotta throw in that dialogue to make it seem like they, they're not dying. Even right. though they're very clearly dying. Um. So I guess one of the Power Rangers wanted to coup de gras murder them, and the other one was like, "No, don't do that. That's that's <laughs> fucked up." Uh, it's actually kind of again, kind of leading to uh, how much I want to see like what this couple was like in O Ranger. They fucking fall over and explode in each other's arms. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. I, I like it's, that shot. Um. So at this point, uh. Gasket comes out and he's like, "Yes, my brother's gone forever." No, uh, no, um, Sprocket. Sprocket. Yeah. Sorry, mm-hmm. yes, Sprocket's excited. And then Gasket shows up and he's like, "Ha ha! I'm still going to be king of the Machine Empire." Uh, and then you know, G- Gasket is like, "Um, oh, sorry, Sprocket is like, oh no." <laughs> Uh, I'm in trouble. And he's like, yep, you are, because you tried to fucking kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Then Mondo's comes in, and he's like, nah, he isn't. Yeah, and then Mondo shows up, 
and uh, for having he says, a girlfriend. I have some <laughs> things to discuss with you, Gasket. And he says, "I'd love to catch up with you, but I just remembered I have to be somewhere else forever," which is very funny. <laughs> yeah. I assume this is their last appearance. It is. Yeah. They never and show it's up again. Like, it's kind of a shitty ending for them because they're like, <laughs> I really liked them. I like them more than Mondo, and like. It's too bad. Well, here's the thing. Actually, you can you can say it's a shitty ending, or you can look at it this way, which is that all the other uh, characters that show up as cameos in in space get murdered. So right. they went to another part of the galaxy, and they're having a nice time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's the thing is, Gasket and, and Archerina, are, they have no confirmed end to their story. Like, right. We, Listen, we we can look at the fucking story as shitty as they did it in the show. We can look at the story of Billy and Sestro and just be like, yeah, they're having gay space adventures, whatever. Like, right. we can just believe whatever we want. Gasket and Archerina are fucking, they've got their own. Oh, they're fucking all right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> hey, honey, I still have some of that mega milk. Like, oh, milk. oh, no. <laughs> uh, they just. Uh, they I did just, the meme instead of the metal. <laughs> right. They just fucked off to, like, the mattress planet and fucked forever. Yep. They mattress fucked planet. Fate. That's. That, that's that's not that far from Earth. <laughs> I mean, it's on uh, Earth, isn't it? Yeah, Mattress Planet, that's on the corner of 5th and 87th. <laughs> it's, next, it's next to Pizza Planet in the fucking Pixar movies. 5th um, and 87th? How is the city laid out? Yeah, it's, a very, it's very wide. Um, Why are the odd numbers connecting? Okay. So, uh, we cut to the Jim and Juice bar. Uh, the rangers apologize for the luau, and Ernie's like, it's okay, someone came last night and cleaned the place up. Which I never could... comes up again. Well, he says, I mm. wish I could thank whoever did it, and then the rangers do like a, hey, it was us face, basically. Did they? Yeah, they do. They totally do. There's a shot of, uh, like, Jason, like, thumbing his nose. Uh, I guess and... I guess they do. Yeah. I, I mean, Alpha did it with his magic like he always <laughs> fucking does. I was, I, when that happened, I was really hoping that Bulk and Skull were going to come in and be like, Ernie, we felt really bad about what happened. We cleaned everything up. But no, it's just Excuse the Rangers. Me, but Alpha can only use his magic at Christmas. This is canon. Mm. Uh, so... Well, his, his science contraptions. Well, okay. He can make sandwiches any time of the year. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Adam shows up. <laughs> Remember when, remember when Alpha made a sandwich yeah, out of the morphing grid? I remember. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I just don't want us to forget that. No, no. Uh, so, like, three very important Alpha facts. Can make sandwich, can pilot the robots remotely, can shoot Christmas magic out of his butthole. It's something that I can't, can't ever not think of, especially <laughs> as they've fleshed out what the morphing grid is more. Like... In the comics where it's like, oh, the morphing grid is, like, basically like the Force. Without it, right. we literally, like, life doesn't exist and yeah, suns uh. start spinning, stop spinning and all this shit. But also Alpha made a sandwich out of it once. Because fuck it, I guess. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, anyway. So, Adam's like, hey, has anyone seen uh, Kat and Tommy? And they're like, nope, haven't seen them all day. And... Then Tommy and Kat come in, and they're dressed up a little bit, uh, and they're like, oh, you two yeah, look to- happy. Tommy's in, like, this, 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 again, kind of baggy, like, red button-up and to black be- jeans. Such, fair, such everything a was baggy in the 90s, but yes, yeah. true. Uh, so, 
he's there. He's like, oh, we went to the movies. It was a nice, quiet, safe date. Um, and uh, they were like, yeah, it, it was a normal, boring time. And then Kat's like, boring. And Tommy's like, haha, just kidding. I hated it. I'm dying inside. <laughs> um, that part doesn't happen. I made that up. Balkan Skull show up. Uh, oh, great. More of this. I love it. Oh, great. Yeah, like, I hate it. why didn't this just go away? Uh, but no, they have stuff over their faces, and it turns out that they used ink, uh, which they cannot get off of their face, uh, to which Rocky says you can't use paint remover on ink, that you have to wait for it to wear off. I don't know if that's true. Um, I would I, say don't use paint remover on, on your, your face. face. Yes. Yeah. On your yeah. skin in general, yeah. Yeah, I would say that that is fair. You shouldn't, probably shouldn't use paint remover on your face. Yeah, Bulkets go come in with like massive scarves over their faces, you know, because it's just like we can't, we can't let people see that we've got racist face paint or skull will never get elected prime minister of Canada. <laughs> so, or, or whatever God. it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it turns out that's not disqualifying. Uh... <laughs> so, listen, so, uh, Emily. I just want an opportunity to make fun of someone else's government for no, a change. It's, it's yeah. fair. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm not happy about it. It's I, funny I, because I, I voted NDP. It's <laughs> funny because I thought you were making a reference to the fact that Skull becomes rich, and we don't really know yeah. what he's doing. And then I you remembered think he's the Prime Minister of Canada. And then I, well, <laughs> and then I remembered that that other thing happened, and I was like, oh right, I forgot. <laughs> no, I like the, I like this idea of this alternate timeline where fucking Skull gets rich by basically getting elected to the head of the Canadian government and then fleecing their whole country and then fleeing back to America. Oh, yeah. thanks. I love that my country's ruined in this story. <laughs> well, but it was ruined by Skull. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, so there you go. Uh, I guess that's going to do it for the episode. That's, that's pretty, pretty much, much it. it. Yeah. Um, we have one episode left of Zeo. Uh, as I said previously, um, go ahead and send us in end of Zio or beginning of, uh, uh, turbo questions or any other questions, obviously. Um, those questions can go to at teens with dude on Twitter, teens, uh, sorry, teens with dude at gmail.com and teenagers with our, with attitude is our Facebook group. Boy, that didn't go great, but I got it out. <laughs> um, so you can send those there. I do have one question for this week. Uh, which is from Tom, and he says, now that you're basically at the end of Zio, what's one episode or storyline, other than the Arrowhead nonsense, that you would rewrite, and how would you do it? Uh, hmm. Um, the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, so, I think the Gold Rangers introduction is really fucked up and doesn't work, and obviously yeah. they didn't know what they were doing, they didn't know who was going to be the Gold Ranger, uh, but pretty much all the Billy stuff is my actual answer. Like, yeah, I the feel entire like it's way Billy's Billy the was big treated, one. and yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. I it's weird because I actually really like that where Billy ends up is in the stars. Like, I think that's good. It's just the way they got there sucks. Obviously, it's not not great. Um, his ending is more satisfying for me than most other characters. Like, Kimberly's just, I guess, a gymnast, and 
the other rangers just went to a peace conference and then question mark like i don't know what they did billy's is kind of cool it's just like you said the way they got there is terrible um but yeah for sure if i, if I could uh offer an, an alternate answer I, I mean i still think billy that's the correct answer but yeah. it feels weird for us all to just immediately come to a consensus without right, really right, exploring right. the topic um I would would like for Zio to have leaned more into the like into like the succession of the villains that is apparently a lot more like oh, present sure. in O Ranger to like to because we spent so long with Mondo and then like Louis Kaboom and Gasket each got such a small amount of time and then we just right. go back to King Mondo. Like I would have liked if they'd have like kept the whole thing about uh Sprocket becoming Gasket. Yeah, you know? that'd have been yeah. cool. Um, like that that would have been dope to see like a a, a villain like evolve right, you know and right. grow throughout the course of the series like that would have been neat yeah, yeah i'm I'm down with that I would have liked you know in addition to what you're saying uh I think it would have been cool they do a little bit of of Zed and Rita stuff in this season I wish they had done more of that and just made them like a weird third party to the whole thing where they're like Listen, we really are not a credible threat to either faction here, but we can sure as hell annoy both of them. Yeah. Yeah. The Winnebago stuff is fun, and it sucks that they waited until, like, 40 episodes yeah, to bring that yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. And actually, speaking of the Winnebago stuff, is it me, or did Squad and Babu just fucking disappear at some point? You know, they're, they're gone. a big place. They, Squad I don't and think Bab- they were there when um, they, left the, they left the moon, were they? Were they no, there? they were. They were. They never... Uh, you know what? They don't come back in the... Uh, uh, in space either. So I guess they're just chilling with wherever Master Vile lives because that's where they ran away to. Right. So maybe they just killed them. Or damaged those costumes. Yeah, or they Zed, killed them. Zed murdered them in <laughs> yeah, cold blood. <laughs> um, that's that's a good one, Luke. Mm-hmm. I would have loved if, uh, like, obviously cost would have prohibited this. But Zed and Rita just straight up trying to take over the castle yeah, would have been awesome. Like, just them straight up going in there and, and trying to take it over, back over would have been neat. Or, like, um, a whole episode about, like, Zed and Rita, like, hey, we want to be good guys, Rangers, because we want to fight the Machine Army, and really it's all just a front. Yes. They yes, almost yes. did that with, like, Adam's, uh... Oh, dream Adam's, episode. Adam's dream episode. But they didn't, because it was just bad, a dream. Yeah. yeah. And, My, like, um, yeah. So I, I I didn't finish my thought. I got sidetracked. Uh, so I, I said the, the Gold Ranger introduction stuff's bad. But actually what I would rewrite is Jason's time on the show. Uh-huh. Because I think having Jason return is re- is a really cool hook that they don't do anything with. Well, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Jason being back and now being the special one, whereas Tommy was kind of the special one when he was there the first time. Right. Like, there could be some... And they don't have to be, like, fighting for control. I don't want that. That's too much. But, like, a little bit of, like, difference of opinion or, like, that kind of thing I think would be really cool. A little bit of, like, Jason feeling weird that, like, he used to be kind of the center of this friend group, and now most of his friends aren't here anymore. And he's kind of, now he's a weird outsider. Like feel yeah, feeling like a pinch hitter type of thing. Yeah, like uh, yeah, they don't, like, they don't even, get into that even a little bit because like Tanya's like she's never met him, and neither is Cat, right. and they don't bring that up really at all. Right. Yeah. 
And even though, like mm-hmm. in in the canon, even though the the actors didn't appear together uh, in in season two, like in canon, Jason knew Rocky Danum for a little bit, but not that long. Right. But like, yeah, just like just give him some like fish out of water material. The only they, thing they do with it is have Tommy like talk to Jason. No, Jason talked to Tommy about how he like won't take over, and that it's cool, but he's the leader, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they immediately and deliberately diffuse that tension, which is just. Well, that's Power Rangers in a nutshell, for one. And for two, it's just, it really sucks. And it also really, really sucked that they waited until, like, episode 37 out of 50 to bring Jason in. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and I understand that, like, I I actually like the early Gold Ranger stuff where you don't know anything about him. I think that's interesting. It's just they fumbled the, the, like, you know, the, the, the reveal. Basically, yeah. Um, like if they if they really wanted the Gold Ranger to be Jason, how dope would it have been? Like for for it to be something like Jason, like Billy contacted Jason on his own, and they had been doing this in secret. And the reason Billy kept looking suspicious is because he was covering for Jason for some reason. Yeah, right. uh, I don't know what the reason would be, but like, listen, I'm not a writer. Theoretically, the folks working on the show were. That's another good, them come that's up another with good theory for that. But like, yeah, that. That would have worked, yeah. like Billy being like, "Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not the Gold Ranger. I don't know who it is." And like, yeah. And then the last thing I'll say is, um, uh, if if I had my way, and like anything else, you know, they could do anything, and there wasn't weird behind the scenes shit. Uh, Billy would have been Gold Ranger. Yeah. Like that's that's how that should have gone. It's yeah. what makes the most sense. It's even in canon what they wanted to happen and then obviously because of behind the scenes stuff they couldn't couldn't make it work, but Yeah. I'm I'm glad that they've since done that story a little bit. Like I'm again like mild spoilers for like Beast uh, Morphers, but the the tech guy in that show becomes the Gold Ranger in that yeah. show and I'm like, yeah. "Oh, this is like what would Billy could have been? This is cool. It's too bad that Billy wasn't, but it's neat. Yeah, it's neat. I I think it's cool. Um, yeah, I f- I feel like that might be the thing with Zio is it just it brings up so many interesting ideas and adds so much like like a bunch of like rich flavor and like threads you could tug on into this universe that had been right. incredibly bare bones through the first three seasons. And then it capitalizes on none of them. Yeah, I think yeah. that's it, my it main... It introduces bounty hunters at one point. Like, intergalactic bounty hunters. It doesn't lead anywhere. That, that <laughs> I actually... I think that's great that you just said that. Because I think that's my main problem with Zio. Is it has a bunch of cool ideas. And it doesn't do anything with any of them. Like, it's... Yeah. And I think it's because it's largely... Like, the bounty hunters. They had to be like, well, what are these things? Like, in, in our canon... They had to come up with something, and obviously those characters never appear again, but still, like, they introduce all these... Like, this is the season where it becomes really clear that there's a whole universe of, like, aliens. Like, we basically live right. in, like, a Star Trek-style universe, but yeah. but that they just don't do anything with that, really. So, yeah, right. it's, it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. I mean, I... So, so the, the comics that 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 we've been talking about endlessly, and that I, I haven't kept up with personally, admittedly, but like the folks who have been have had a lot of good things to say about them. You know, uh, 
fucking Shattered Grid notwithstanding, they've still mostly been focusing on like you know the early stuff on, yeah. on Mighty Morphin, and I really want to see like I I want to see them like sort of move forward. I want to see Go Go Power Rangers like get to Zio and get to this shit. Right. Yeah. And like like I want to see a deep dive into like the inner workings of the machine empire. I want to know what's going on there. Yeah. Gogo is at Zed right now and uh the So there was after Shattered Grid they did this very cool um uh storyline that was kind of a one-off where uh, a bunch of the rangers who escape uh the 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 big bad event in, in Shattered Grid Go to uh, one of the multiverses that doesn't have a morphing grid in it. There's uh-huh. like no morphing grid there, and you get a. Uh, it's basically a Star Trek plotline. It's really interesting and really cool. And also, they eventually find a planet made entirely of Zeo crystal, which oh, rules. <laughs> so that's pretty cool. But yeah, I, I agree. Is there a Krispy Kreme on it? Huh? Sorry. Is there a Krispy Kreme on the Zeo Crystal there Planet? There is no Krispy Kreme there, though. God, how I The wish. Krispy Kreme is hidden in the Zeo Crystal as an ironic twist. Ah! <laughs> so anyway, there's our, I guess, our, our armchair writer stuff of what we think would be cooler about Zeo. I liked Zeo, but and obviously we're not quite. Done, I liked, but I, yeah, no, we're not done, and I liked Zeo well enough, but like. Simon put it really high on his list. Yeah. Well, okay, and so I'm here's like, the thing. I, I have not hmm. been here for a lot of Zio. I've just been busy and not able to, to be on the podcast as much. That's cool, dude. No big deal. Um, but based on what I have seen, it does not feel appreciably different in quality to Mighty Morphin at all to me. I think it 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 try. The difference for me is that... There's it, certainly more shit, but the quality of execution seems exactly the same as it's always been. What I'll say is I think it's slightly better at doing things on purpose. Okay. In, in terms of, like, setting up plot lines and then following through on those plot lines. Uh-huh. They're not good, but it, it like, it feels more on purpose than okay. Mighty Morphin did. It's not that much better, though, for me in general. Okay. Yeah, like I would, I would say, like Mighty Morphin, at least at the begin, like it got it got deeper as it went on, and this is like only a little bit more deeper than season three, to be granted. But if you compare this to like season one, it's gotten from like a puddle to like a very small creek like that <laughs> sure. you know like yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like, yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah i agree with you that it's not a, like a I huge i couldn't think jump. of a good metaphor yeah. but it's like not it's it, it was gradually jumping the whole time so you can't see it that well yeah. but it's like it's it's a jump from the first season but it's not that much of a jump from mighty morphin right. season three. here's what i'll say if you go back and watch a uh, season one episode now which i've done recently um, you will be shocked how much more fun you have watching it, but also you'll go like, God, this is way worse. In yeah, okay, terms I, I remember of, season one being extremely cheap, but I feel like around yes. season two they hit their stride and they haven't yeah, really Yeah, I, I, I agree with there. you. I do I do think it's been kind of a, a fairly even level since, like... Yeah, uh, uh, like, and that's why, yeah. I, look, I know it's become a bit, but that's a big part of why I've been so skeptical the turbo is really going to be all that bad. I'm it just feels so like they've excited. been spinning their yeah. wheels the whole time. I watched- I'm, I'm genuinely excited to get to turbo yeah, and see too. what's really going on there. Yeah. And the thing is, Luke, you've brought up this point numerous times of being like, yes, yeah, you doesn't seem appreciably better. And every time you do, I am 
simultaneously hit with the urge to be like, yeah, well, you missed all the best bits. <laughs> right. But also to be like, yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. Like, kind, like, you're kind – it's – I'm, I, I don't know. I guess I'm an establishment Democrat now because I think the truth is somewhere in the middle. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, it, it kind of like there, there's definitely some like it's better. Sure. But I don't know if it's like seriously appreciably so. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, there you go. Uh, that's going to do it for us this week. Um, thanks again, everybody who tuned into our live stream. Yeah. Uh, Check out uh, audioentropy.com for all of our other podcasts that are very cool and good. Uh, I'm at Chinchy McChilla on Twitter. You can follow me there if you want. Uh, Luke, what do you have to plug? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. Uh, you can listen to other podcasts that I do, such as Totally Reprise, which is a show all about Totally Spies, which will be ending soon and replaced with other shows that we haven't announced yet. Um, you can also follow, uh, you can also listen to Where's Pod When I'm Scared, a VeggieTales podcast that I do with, uh, Ashley, <laughs> uh, totally reprise, uh, currently the number two most popular show on the network. Yep. <laughs> Which I discovered us. that today. Yeah. This is the only show that's more popular than our dumb VeggieTales show. So <laughs> please go listen to that one. I want to beat Zach. <laughs> to be fair, your dumb VeggieTales show has like good analysis of religious <laughs> history in it and uh-huh. we don't do anything like that so well, you could like i'm not stopping we're just yet. like we're just like man it'd be better if they talked about the robots more uh-huh, yeah <laughs> uh mike what would you like to plug uh okay so my twitter is at mike loves rabbit and Honestly, that's pretty much uh, it for me. Like, I got this going on. Uh, I, I missed the last few episodes because, uh, honestly, just because I needed a bit of a breather. Sure. <laughs> that's how it goes. But, like, but yeah, like, uh, I, I'm ready to get back in. So, uh, you know, I, I, hold on. I, I got more to say, but I'll wait until we finish plugs first. Okay. And then, uh, Emily, what would you like to plug? Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at This Is Emeralds. And um, I'm, yeah, I'm still doing commissions, uh, $15 mm-hmm. per character. I'd love to get some work from y'all. Uh, okay. So, Mike, what? Sorry, what else did you want to say? So, uh, we may as well like go ahead and announce it. So, folks, this year, uh, we're actually going to get to the end of the year. We're going to do the next episode, and then we're going to go ahead and just stop there early for the year and do just the teenies and tooties. Yeah. And then we're going to close out the rest of 2019 with bonus episodes. It's still kind of up in the air, but we're basically just going to do an extended version of our usual holiday nonsense. And the plan is to just kick off 2020 with uh, with Turbo. We just thought it would be cool to in the to start the year with Turbo. So we're gonna we're gonna do an you know if in the past you've seen how we do it around the holidays since a lot of us are busy. We're going to do some movies uh, to be announced later, and then we'll come back with. Uh, with Turbo in the fall, or sorry, not yeah. in the fall, and then in January. God, yeah, in January, yeah. It, it's just it's just going to help us a lot because like people tend to miss a lot of recordings around the holidays anyway. Like uh, like peek behind the curtain, we record on Tuesdays now, and this year both Christmas and New Year's Day are on Tuesday. Yeah, it's wild. So yeah. like that's going to be a fucking nightmare for us. And like American Thanksgiving is right around the corner. Like just a whole lot of shit is going to make shit difficult. So if we just like 
we're just like, let's just wrap up the season. We'll put some like fun, like just filler nonsense in for yeah. the rest of the year. And then we'll start this off right. But do January. not worry and do not unsubscribe. We will still be making new No, new, no, no. New unsubscribe stuff. and go subscribe to Worst Pod when I'm scared instead. No, subscribe to both. What's wrong well, with you? Well, <laughs> do that. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> but yeah, stick around. We're going to do some fun <laughs> shit this year. We've got a list of movies that we, like, honestly, any of them I think is going to be fun. So yeah. we're, we're, it's going to be a good time. Um, all right, uh, I actually, I'm, I fucked up. I was going to plug something. I'm going to do it now, and then we're going to end. I'm sorry. Um, I have a friend who is a historian. She's a graduate. She's a, sorry, she's not a graduate student. She's a doctorate, um, and she specializes in pirate history. And her first book oh, is out in February. It's called Pirates of the Chesapeake Bay. Why is your friend so much cooler than you? Dude, it's wild. I I'm don't a, understand uh, how it happened. Uh, I'm not friends with any pirate history doctors. Yes, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's called Pirates of the Chesapeake Bay from the Colonial Era, era to the Oyster Wars um, by Jamie Goodall. And if you're interested in pirate history, like actual pirate history... Uh, and you know how fucked up they were, basically. Um, you should go check that out on Amazon. You can pre-order it there, uh, and you should you should help someone out with their fucking student loans by doing that, cause boy, it's expensive. <laughs> if you want to know what the fucking oyster wars were, I mean, I honestly, do. that's why I didn't explain them, cause that's when I saw that, I was like, well, I gotta know what the oyster wars were. So right. there you go. <laughs> So yeah, check that out, and that's going to be it. Uh, so, thank you everybody. Tune in next week. We're going to wrap up Zio. It's going to be fun, and we got some cool stuff. Uh, for Teenagers with Attitude, I've been Zach. I've been Mike. I've been Luke. I've been Emily. And may the power protect you always. Always.